0: Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of 3Talk. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about killing them with kindness Well, we're not talking about actually killing anybody, as you well know, but kill your fears with kindness. And this was prompted because, as you may have heard, it was National Kindness Day last week on the 13th. And this has got us thinking about the importance of being kind to all, but also to ourselves. And science shows that as children, we are biologically derived to be kind. And we can further develop this trait with practice and repetition. Sometimes, however, and this could be due to many factors and outside influences and the stress of our day-to-day lives being one of them, we can lose this hability. Kindness and empathy help us relate to other people and have more positive relationships with friends, family, and even perfect strangers that we encounter in our daily lives and Slur knows a thing or two about this that she loves to strike a conversation <laughs> with strangers that she encounters around the world but you probably have heard a few times treat others how you want to be treated and i think this is the pure essence of kindness because it is indeed about this it is empathy and uh, there's also another interesting plot twist when it comes to kindness because Besides just improving personal relationships, kindness can actually make you healthier. So wait for this as we go farther um, into this in today's episode. But let me just say that I love this quote from Mark Twain that for me sums about up what kindness is. And he said, kindness is a language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. And I think it's because kindness, like love, it, it really is unspoken energy. It is a force of nature that can be felt as well as seen. And when you live in kindness, you can feel and see it too. So how are you, Flair? What is your take on kindness?
1: Oh, Chia, I love this topic. I think kindness is everything. Kindness to yourself and kindness to others. It just can't be overrated. Whenever my children are having problems at school, Um, I always say kill them with kindness. You know, someone can't be, will find it very difficult to be mean to you when you are kind back. And what a lovely energy to go around with all day if you are feeling kindness to yourself and kindness to others. What I do feel is a real shame that sometimes we are kind to others but not always to ourselves. And I think that if we are kinder to ourselves, then we are healthier and ultimately happier. So that conversation we're having with ourselves all the time, because it's ourselves that we are with, if it is a kind conversation, then life always feels and looks better. So kindness for me is super, super important. I couldn't agree anymore.
0: And the science is backing us up. So listen up everybody, as we give you six science back ways to improve your health through kindness. And here we go with number one, kindness releases feel-good hormones. So have you ever noticed that when you do something nice for someone else or yourself, it makes you feel better too? And this isn't just something that happens randomly. It has to do with the pleasure, the pleasure centers that we've got in our brain. Doing nice things for others boosts your serotonin, the neurotransmitter responsible for feelings of satisfaction and well-being. Like exercise, altruism also releases endorphins, a phenomenon known as helper's high. It also has been known to increase happiness and a healthy heart. It slows down the aging process and improves relationships and connections, which indirectly boost your health.
1: Yes. I mean, I think we all feel that feeling of warmth when we've helped somebody else. And I think we should make the point, though, that people pleasing is not healthy. So don't go way and above helping others that it will be detrimental to your priorities and your values. But just those acts of kindness. That you can do when someone comes to the door, gives you a package, or you meet somebody on the street, just a smile, or that extra hug when your child leaves the house, or just a soft and kind word to somebody when they tell you something that obviously is worrying them. Sometimes it's easy to give people your advice, but sometimes people just want a kind ear. So don't always think it has to be big, big gestures where you feel like you're people pleasing and losing your own priorities. We are talking about just releasing small acts of kindness on a day to day basis. Mm, I love that small acts of kindness and it's one that is so easy
0: to do and can have such a positive impact. So really love that one. Um, So on to number two, kindness eases anxiety. And anxiety, whether it's mild nervousness or severe panic, is an extremely common human experience. And while there are several ways to reduce anxiety, such as meditation, exercise, natural remedies, it turns out that being nice to others can be one of the easiest, most inexpensive ways to keep anxiety at bay. I think Dr. Uh, Masaru Emoto, through the late 90s, Perform a series of experiments uh, examining the natural effect of words, prayers, music and environment on the crystalline structure of water. And he noticed that when kind and loving words were conveyed to the water, they form a complete crystal structure compared to the energies of hate and anger. Considering that approximately 70% of our body is made up of water kindness has a direct impact on our immediate health i think this you know is one that you can instantly see that if water has that effect if you as a human being were treated kindly and you were treating others with kindness you know you could also be
1: a complete christian structure i just think again it just brings up for me that just being kind to ourselves I mean, so often if we don't hit our deadlines or we don't spend enough time with our children or we don't exercise enough, instead of saying, oh oh dear, it didn't happen today, I will try harder tomorrow, or what time do we have? We start judging ourselves and beating ourselves up and going, oh, typical of me, I didn't get it done. Or just like me, I didn't find the time instead of giving ourselves those encouraging, kind words. So what it brings up for me is that real, how beneficial being kind to ourselves are with the stories we tell ourselves. We can make sense of the world by telling ourselves helpful stories or we can tell ourselves negative stories. And then we fill ourselves up with, you know, bad energy. Fill your heart with that good energy with your own kind words.
0: Mm, And I love that you were talking about the heart, because that brings us on nicely
1: to number three,
0: which is kindness is good for your heart. And not just in the sense that Fleur was saying in an emotional way, but kindness has been known to release the hormone oxytocin. And these, according to Dr. David Hamilton, uh, means that oxytocin causes the release of a chemical called nitric oxide in blood vessels which dilates the blood vessels, and these reduces blood pressure, and therefore oxytocin is known as cardioprotective hormone because it protects the heart by lowering the blood pressure. So there you have it. It's not only good for your heart on an emotional level, it really is good for your heart physically as it does help you have that much healthier heart.
1: Yeah, I mean, for biochemistry, point of view I think we forget about all the reactions that are happening in ourselves every single day and it is an energy we are an energy field so the kinder we are to others and to ourselves you know we are helping ourselves in a physiological way and I think we forget that we think it's all emotional and mental but it's also having a physical effect because Our brain and our stomach, as we now know, they're all connected. We do not digest our food well if we're feeling angry and we have that kind of burning fear in our stomach. So all those biological actions happen better when we feel better. So being kind to ourselves, again, helps on a biological and physiological level.
0: Absolutely agree with that. And I think number four, the point we're going to be talking now, backstart up as well, because when you have all these things control or at bay, you can live longer. And this is what being kind can do. And, you know, with everything that we have said so far, they should not come as a surprise. Um, and I think when you live a healthy lifestyle combined with healthy, kind relationships, Then, as we were saying, number three, you've got a healthier heart. And of course, these will impact positively your lifespan and help you live longer. When you take things in a much kinder, more relaxed and calm way, then you're able to better control everything else you do and to better transform your feelings, your energy onto something a bit more positive and a bit more kinder.
1: Yeah, and I mean all the studies are coming out now that actually one of the healthiest lifestyles is being in good relationships and having good community. They are one of the best ways to live a happier and healthy life. It was done on a study that was, you know, done over many, many years. I think it's one of the biggest studies ever done. And it did show that if you have healthy relationships and you're in a in a community, you will live longer, happier lives. So it is not just about having a better day. It's uh, having a better future. I love that one, having a better future. Um, So number five, it
0: reduces stress. Again, by releasing serotonin, as we were saying on point number one, helping you calm down, feel safe, and therefore more relaxed. So when we perceive no danger, and this is really what kind does, because we see no harm, no challenge, and it does make us feel secure or, you know, that we are in safer hands. So we can let our guard down and instantly reduce our stressors or stress levels. So, again, being in kindness can help you just feel at peace. And obviously feeling at peace is counterproductive to be stressed.
1: Yeah, I think this is so important because the World Health Organization just released figures to say stress is our most major cause of disease now um, because it releases inflammation into our body, which triggers diseases. So this can't be underrated, you know, reducing our stress is so important. And again, I think most of our stresses can be mindset. So speaking kind words to ourselves on a daily basis and being gentle with ourselves is a big help in reducing that stress.
0: Number six is kindness prevents illness. And I've got to say that, you know, uh, when I learned about this one, that was the one that surprised me the most because, but with us, as we walk you through this, Inflammation in the body is associated with all sorts of health problems, such as diabetes, cancer, chronic pain, obesity, migraines, and according to a study of adults aged between fifty-seven and eighty-five, volunteer manifested the strongest association with lower levels of inflammation. And guess what? Oxytocin also reduces inflammation, and even little acts of kindness can trigger oxytocin's release. And I think for me, this was an eye-opener because I think we've mentioned in a couple of episodes before, when you're feeling stress, as we have established, that's you know, the contrary of feeling in kindness and feeling relaxed, quite frequently you feel tense and you feel your body swelling up, which is something I have noticed on myself, but I have never associated that with stress. And for me to learn that by releasing this oxytocin, inflammation goes down and therefore can help you release the stress was a shocker. It was a proper eye-opener because it is so easy to do these little acts of kindness, as we were saying, and to know that it can immediately help you reducing that stress and prevent further illnesses was an hard moment.
1: Yeah, and I think we shouldn't judge ourselves when we are stressed and we do make a mistake because we've got to remember that we are human. i share a little story with you this morning. My husband came in at 7.30 and I was already late. Uh, I had a couple of things to do before I could drop my youngest daughter at school. So I was feeling the pressure of time and he'd gone for a run, which I'm always telling him to do in nature and he let the door open and let the dog come in with messy feet and i immediately got cross with him and this is not helpful of course but i am human and i now i could then judge myself and go oh my god you just shouted at him that was an awful thing to do all he did was bring the dog in, now you're making a bad energy in the house. So going down that negative spiral. And I did start that because of our training, we are used to challenging our thoughts. So I had to stop. So the first thought is out of my control, but the second thought is, can be controlled. And then I'd stop. And my second thought was to say, sorry, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to shout at you, but if possible please can you next time wash the dog's feet off before he comes in because it gives me extra work and I'm already late for school which is easy done in hindsight and that's what I would say to all our listeners don't judge yourself you are human you won't always be kind to yourself and the people you love but just stop after your initial thought and be kind to yourself you are human. We are going to make mistakes. And if we all slow down a little bit more, if I'd have slowed down and not tried to do three or four things before going to school, I'd have been less stressed when he opened the door. So slowing down and setting the intention for the day that I value kindness over jobs is more helpful than getting on that hamster wheel and thinking I need to do this, 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 this before eight o'clock in the morning. So I think we all can be too hard on ourselves with our to-do list. So I hope my little scenario this morning helped you. Let's hope my husband's listening because he he was not very happy. (laughs) (laughs) with But I think
0: that was a brilliant way of of illustrating it and seeing how the first thought, as you say, you can't control, comes out, but then it's down to you to sort of rewire that and be kind to yourself and to your husband and, you know, just put everything in context and say okay this is what I see this is the learning let's learn from it both of us and I think you know that is the ultimate goal of being kind and understanding that with kindness things can be a bit better and I think like you know as we were saying with all the things that we mentioned in mind it's hard to not want to try and be a bit kinder and you know kindness I would say starts in your mirror so People listening to us, go ahead, look at yourself in the mirror and be kind to yourself. And I really love this quote from Brene Brown, an author and social researcher. And in her book, Rising Strong, she said, Hurt is hurt. And every time we honor our own struggle and the struggles of others by responding with empathy and compassion, the healing that results affects us all. So you can definitely see the halo that goes when you are kind and when you share, you know, your struggles. So I would say, look at yourself in the mirror, acknowledge everything you've done, praise yourself for trying and for being an amazing human being, and then go and spread the love and the kindness. And from us, a kind thank you for joining us today and for sharing the love. Please remember to subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think might benefit from listening to it. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. And until then, much love.